Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We're going to head off to the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline and go to the Farm Report with Bakersfield Condors head coach Colin Chalk for Wave Bathroom Renovations. Professional bathroom rentals built right. Hire Wave Bathroom Renovations and know your bathroom will turn out great. Hello, Colin. How you doing? Doing well, Bob. How about yourself? Good. Well, you should be doing well. What do you got? Four wins in a row? Three in a row. Three in a row. I'm uh, sorry. You started off with a win last game, too. First at home and a weekend sweep of Tucson. Tell us about those two games. Yeah, they were uh, they were hard fought games. Uh, you know, the, the first one was a was a tight tight game. We exchanged uh, power play goals on both sides, and uh, and there was a nice, uh, uh, excellent, well executed breakout off our uh, D zone coverage. And uh, James Hamlet had a nice individual effort to uh, to put us ahead there with about 15 minutes left in the first. And uh, the second game, uh, you know, same sort of similar as far as uh, some power play goals. Um, but our our guys really really played hard really committed to to defense and blocking shots um you know and staying together and sticking with it and uh, we we're rewarded so it was uh and, and we you know we lost some players too as well so um we we're banged up a little bit and uh the guys uh, the guys hung in there it was uh, it was a great effort all right because uh, you don't play again until when uh, Saturday at home versus Coachella Valley. All right. So, any update on the injury? I know that Drake Kajula is out a while. Who got uh, nicked up this past weekend? Yeah, we lost Peterson. He finished game one in Tucson, but he didn't play. Lane Peterson did not was unavailable. A lower body injury for game two, and then uh, Carter Savoy uh, left game two um, uh, in Tucson. So, um, yeah, we uh, <laughs> we were we were limping along, but uh, we, uh, we we got it done. All right, Kajula is not expected back uh, for a little while. Now, you do have Sam Gagne. We'll get to him in a second. He's basically replaced him in that veteran spot on the team. Peterson was signed to be your number one center. Will he be available this weekend? I, I don't think so. Yeah, I, I don't think so. He's got uh, an MRI uh, at some point, uh, I, I think, as we speak, actually. Uh, and so we'll, we'll see. I, I uh, my, my guess is no, but, uh, you know, I guess never uh, – you can't tell. So, uh, you know, I guess the positive is only one game this weekend. So, you know, guys like uh, uh, Seth Griffith was out this weekend. Uh, Kajula's out. Peterson's out. Savoy out. Titulio's already out. So we got an array of injuries. Uh, but the guys are uh, guys are battling. Five forwards out for uh, the Bakersfield Condors right now. You do have the reigning player of the week. Uh, I don't want, you probably would not be surprised the amount of people that have reached out to me via Twitter and saying, hey, Stoffer, it's time to get Lavoie up to Edmonton, the reigning uh, American Hockey League uh, player of the week. Some guys get sent down after a decent training camp, and they, they, they don't get going. Raphael Lavoie, who's traditionally been a bit of a slow starter each of the season, clearly he's going for you right now, Colin. 
Yeah, I, I, I think, uh, you know, I always, you know, you and I chat in the last, uh, you know, six to eight weeks here just about Raf and, you know, kind of wasn't in the conversation last year and missed training camp and the knee injury and then, you know, took some time to get going and, and all that kind of stuff. Um, you know, he, he's he's really hit the ground running. He's, you know, he's shooting the puck, he's protecting the puck, he's taking the puck in the net. Uh, you know, he... Uh, I'm sure you saw he got into a little, uh, he dusted the gloves off there and handled himself more than well. Um, you know, there's still areas in his game he's got to grow, and, and and he's he's working on that, his board work and his D-zone exits and stuff. But, you know, considering that he was in the conversation last year and he's pushing for uh, pushing for a call-up and pushed in training camp for, for a regular spot, I think it's a big thing and uh, a great job by the organization. Yeah, uh, six foot four, right wing. Uh, he's got four goals, seven points in five games so far this season. Xavier Borgo, uh, smaller guy, another right wing. I guess Lavoie technically plays a lot on the left side, but how's uh, Borgo look for you through the first five games of the year? You know, I, I think Borgie, uh, he's he's just getting going, you know, and, and I think um, uh, what, what the average person may not see uh, but what we saw, uh, because we get to work with him every day, is that on the third goal, that was really the goal that that made it three one. Is you know, Raf had a it was an amazing one timer, but but on the entry last year, Borgo would have skated down to the hash marks and probably chipped the puck because he was nervous and didn't have the the the, the confidence uh, yet. Or he came down, he drove down to the hash marks, he he put the puck behind his back off the boards. Then he turned, grabbed it, he puck protected again, he spun off the player. Then he made a nice little play to Sam Gagne, and Sam got it, moved it over to Raff, and Raff shot in the back of the net. But it was it was Borgo holding that puck and protecting that puck, which he never would have done last year. So it just goes to show you that, you know, everybody everybody reaches certain moments at different times, but uh, he's really taken a, a step in his own belief. Uh, you know, obviously many people have, a, have had a way helping along his way, but um, just that confidence and being able to hold the puck and be a little bit stronger uh, you know it was it was a really really great moment to see you lose uh, Drake Kajula but the Oilers had Sam Gagne in on a PTO coming off a hip surgery in the off season he signs an ATO and suffice and, and you're probably not surprised I mean this is a guy that's played a thousand games in the National Hockey League and had an eight-point game in the NHL he's had an immediate impact for your team hasn't he yeah, he just, you know, Sam, uh, uh, you know, first of all, you know, my my first uh, meeting with him, the smile on his face just about wanting to play, uh, to want to practice in a real practice. I thought that was, I'm like, okay, wow, this, this guy's a hockey player, right? And he, you know, he just says, oh, I, I love playing. I'm going to play as long as I can. That's why I got my hips done. I got I got a lot of game left in me. So I think that's the first part, the attitude and, and the and the, that kind of stuff that rubs off on young players and, and rubs off on your on uh, on your teammates and on your coaches, right? Of loving what you do. I think the the second part of his patience and his poise. You know, uh, he gets the puck and uh, he just slows the game down. Uh, you know, he knows when he should take the puck back. He knows when he should move it forward. Uh, um, you know, he you know he. He, he, he had a bit of a tougher game in the second one, uh, playing back to back, which is expected. But um, you know, he's someone who, who's like you said, has been a bright spot. He's, he's generated some offense. He's made some plays. Uh, he's you know he's killed some penalties, played some power plays, played special teams. He's been all over the ice, and um, you know I think he's excited to be a Condor. And like everybody wants to wants to be back in the National League or be in the National League. Uh, but I think he's enjoying his time here so far. With Denise and Gleason, you got two guys that could really move the puck. 
but the rest of the year, D is big, aren't they? Yeah, they. Uh, I, I tell you, they. They. Uh, um, you know, both of those guys. You know, Gleason and, and like you said, uh, Gleason and uh, and Denim move the puck well. Hoffemeyer moves it really well too. Uh, you know, Camper, Nemo, Peters. You know, they're. Uh, you know, Wanner's been a, been a nice, uh, a bright spot as well. They they've really embraced the uh, the diesel coverage of you know sticks on the ice, physical, hard blocking shots. Uh, uh, it's. Uh, you know, I tell you, it's it's impressive and very proud as a coach to watch. How, uh, how hard they're playing, and uh, um, you know, I mean, it's only five games, uh, and we're asking a lot, and they're and they're giving a lot right now, and, and uh, it's uh, it's pretty exciting to be a Condor right now. Okay, and uh, we're joined by Colin Chalk. He is the head coach of the Bakersfield Condors. This is the farm report for Wave Bathroom Renovations. You got to get stops, and both guys are stopping the puck. And man, oh man, uh, is it me or is Olivier Rodrigue taking a big step here over the last uh, three quarters of the year? Yeah, he he really has. He you know um, I think when when Pick went down last year, he he was he was uh, you and I shot about this. Is that he was you know our best player on many nights. Uh, couldn't find a way to make that one save. Couldn't find a way to steal games. Um, you know he got stronger. He, he you can see just that he's not he doesn't break down. Uh, just I mean over over like, let's say a high, high volume practice. He um, you know he always had good rebound control. Um, you know, it's almost like he's got pine tar over his over his equipment, over his pads, over his, his chest. It just things stick to him. And um, you know, he was um, and, and and pick the same is something that Sly I know worked on a ton. You know, Calvin Picker came over and, and he's someone who uh, really improved his rebound control. At, both have been excellent here to start. What's the schedule like this week, Colin? Uh, we uh, we were off today, and then uh, uh, we practice. Uh, we have a little skill day tomorrow with, uh, with the Ford and D. We'll break up into some specialty areas. So we get a long week of practice. Uh, they'll get uh, uh, they'll get some special uh, positional uh, type uh, um, uh, reps and touches, and then we'll go Wednesday through Friday uh, some team practice, and Saturday at home against Coachella, and we'll see how we do. All right, we'll talk to you next Monday when we're in Vancouver. Okay. Thanks, Bob. Have a great week. You bet. That's Colin Chuck. He's the head coach of the 4-1 Bakersfield Condors. It's 6.45 in Edmonton. Reed Wilkins with a crossover coming up, and Brendan Escott will have this day in Oilers history for New West Travel. You're listening to Oilers now. What a difference a victory in the Heritage Classic in the Battle of Alberta makes. Welcome back, everybody. It's Bob Stoffer, along with Brendan Escott, Kellen Kennedy, and now Reed Wilkins, 6.49 in Edmonton. Did you have a good time? Have you defrosted? You were you were up in like the... I was good. Yeah, I was uh, I was inside after the face-off show, so I didn't get that, that cold, but I, I thought it was incredible. It was a great experience. Uh, Gary Bettman have anything interesting to say to you? We didn't actually poach any of those clips from your uh, it, it was very brief with Gary. Uh, he just basically complimented Edmonton and the stadium. Uh, I asked him about... 2003 if and I I said were you skeptical like how well you know how I'll say like were you you excited skeptical he goes I was curious back in 2003 I would say and from other people I have talked to he was skeptical that Gary Bedman was skeptical It, it would work uh, and now, obviously, he calls it uh, one of the most significant games in league history because it's led to all these other all right. outdoor games. But it was it was great they brought the commissioner by because he pretty much came from the airport he, right, to, right to the stadium. And then in our in, once he got to the stadium, he came to us as quickly as he could. 
got Brennan Escott with us. Brennan, I just wanted to apologize. We had some minor technical difficulties and some communication errors. And The league gave us the microphone. It's not your fault. Oh, it wasn't Chad's mic? No, it was the league setup, man. And here's here's oh, my understanding okay, well, of what happened. Oh, you tell here's my understanding is we had it all ready to go with a nice antenna, which, yes, ladies and gentlemen, does still impact radio signals. And, uh, and then we were told to take it down shortly before game time. So what we thought was going to be a bit of a signal booster, we didn't have access to. And then as I've got the microphone extended out as far as possible to get up high enough to hear what Vinny DeHarnay has to say, because he's about seven foot eight on skates. You're six uh, foot two. so And I was wearing boots, so I was up there too, but he is a huge human being. And of, of course, uh, we were about three quarters of the way through the interview and I hear Jack start saying, oh, we lost him. So, so <laughs> Kellen Kennedy was just telling us, oh, Kellen, did you say it was... Uh, they just went with Fogel. They didn't go with Warren Fogel. Yeah, the in-house uh, announcer during I think it was a second intermission walk-off on the in-venue uh, 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 broadcast, I should say, uh, just went with Fogel. And then we had Chad, then we had Chad Hyman no, twice. We had Luke Hyman Luke, in the first uh, intermission. Luke, Luke, Luke Hyman in the twice. Twice. I mean, he's only the most one of the most. Well, he's the most prominent Jewish player in the National Hockey League right now, and he's did score 36 goals and 83 points last year. Like, he's a pretty well-known player, mm-hmm. pretty good player. So well. I mean, he was down at Fan Park on Saturday signing autographs, and on his card it said Zach Hyman. So I, I've made occasional mistakes, but when you're being brought in and you're bumping the local people out, yeah, that's when... Uh, what did I call Cam Moon last week? Dan Moon. I combined him with another yeah. guest I had coming up. Yeah, it was up. Dan Moon. So it happens. But, yeah, when you only have to talk about one of the 40 players in the game, I mean, sure, we've all made mistakes. Oh, I, I but, mean, you, yeah. could, you could do an entire show on stupid stuff Stoffer says, which is, uh, and I'm not talking about my household in 25 minutes from now when I make it home. But, Reed, you got Inside Sports Night. What do you got shaking? We, uh, well, I we got Eli Helliger on the show from the uh, Golden Bears football team. They have a home playoff game for the first time in 18 years on Saturday. Eli had a really big year, so we'll talk about that and some uh, stuff from the uh, Heritage Classic and uh, the significance of Vinny DeHarnay's goal in Oilers history, uh, which I, you have a sneak peek of. So. Yes. Uh, <laughs> by the way, I, I broadcast uh, that last Golden Bears home playoff game. They beat Manitoba before and ended up playing... Uh, uh, Was that SFU that year or Sask? Uh, they played uh, in Sask, and both teams, they went 7-1 back-to-back years. Jerry Friesen, who's now the defensive coordinator for Saskatchewan, former Golden Bears head coach. Oh, right, yeah. 7-1, 7-1 back-to-back years. Isn't that where he came from, too? Yes, we hired him. He was a decord out of Saskatchewan. We snuck him in, and then Spectre was able to get it out of him that he had the job. And uh, Speaking of guys, so I, I, I tell everybody in the media, please put your hand up, So because I didn't know if Jerry knew all the guys. So Roger Millions came from Saskatoon, and so did Jerry. And Roger jumped the queue and didn't wait for us to say, okay, Roger Millions, you're next from CTV. And whereupon Jerry called him Dan. <laughs> really? Yeah, so it was pretty funny. On purpose? No, he just... Oh, he forgot? He forgot. It yeah, happens. Well, that's all right. Uh, people forget my name all the time. All right, so, uh, and, and hey, best of luck for Eli's uh, the best Golden Bears quarterback since Daryl Salmon. And trust me, I would know. And he is the best QB since Daryl. And Daryl Salmon was damn good. Like, yeah. Daryl was really Did good. Did he go to a camp? 
Uh, no, he was 18 and four. His three years as a starter with the Golden Bears. He didn't go to a CFL camp ever. Never did. Okay, and uh, also played basketball for the Bears. He was a heck of an athlete. He's coaching down in Raymond right now. Oh, nice. So nice stuff. Reed, thanks a lot. Thanks, Reed, Reed Wilkins, Inside Sports at 705. Brendan Escott into this day in Oilers history for New West Travel. Again, you can join the three-night Montreal roadie with a private suite for the Oilers and the Habs. Visit NewWestTravel.com. We're going to go back to the state 2001. What do you got, Brendan? Yanni Nienema scored a goal and an assist. The Oilers beating the Canadians 3-1 at Skyreach Centre. Dan Cleary, Ryan Smith had the other goals. Tommy Sallow made 35 saves for the win. There you have it. All right. Uh, so, Reed Wilkins has inside sports tomorrow. Former NHL player, GM, and agent Brian Lawton for Wow Factor Desserts. And 630 Chad's inside the game analyst, Rob Brown, will be amongst a couple of the guests we'll have on the show. Up next, the global news weather traffic update with Thomas Dias. And then inside sports with Reed Wilkins. Thank you very much to Brendan and Kellen. So long, everybody. Back at you at 5.05 tomorrow.